So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type two collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hike the trail, check. Order takeout, check. Schedule heart checkup, done. We've all adapted to a new way of living. Keep your health care on schedule with Johns Hopkins Medicine, where your health and safety are our highest priorities. We're ready to care for you through virtual and in-person visits across Maryland and the greater Washington region. Your health, our experts, safely caring for you. Schedule your care now. Learn more at hopkinsmedicine.org forward slash safe. All right. Well, we are having a distinct opportunity to speak with a acclaimed women's soccer player here today, Simon, on two up front. Uh, Adriana Leone joins us all the way from the great state of New York, as she is here now to chat with us. She's a Canadian international, and she is now the newest addition to Western New York Flash of the NWSL as well. Adriana, welcome to Two Up Front, and thank you for taking some time today with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Uh, we are excited to have you on the show, and uh, as Simon mentioned to you probably a little bit off the air, we are trying to build our identity here about the NWSL and so many other exciting uh, things going around women's soccer, and uh, you're a bit of a veteran of the NWSL also, uh, and I'm curious if you can sp- explain a little bit about how the league has kind of changed since you've been around. Yeah, I, I don't know if I think of myself as a veteran. I'm only 23, but I did jump into, into the league when I was 20. Um, I left the University of Florida early to play in the league, so I definitely can say I've witnessed the the growth in the last three years. Um, You know, now we're seeing women come over from overseas and leaving their teams there to play here, and that's great. And even girls coming out of college are wanting to play right after they graduate. So, yes, definitely the league is growing, and I think it's becoming more competitive for sure. You speak about um, oops, sorry. You say you speak about of uh, competitive nature as well. I, I don't know if you've heard the news or not, but the Portland Thorns actually just signed uh, one of France's best players today as well, uh, Henri. And you talk about bringing high quality players over. That's I think another case in point right there of having another uh, what we would call an elite player basically coming over now to the NWSL. Yeah, I mean, well, it's great for the league, and I don't think I'm wrong when I'm saying. The NWSL is the most competitive women's league in the world. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Well, you speak about competitiveness as well. Uh, as you mentioned, you don't necessarily consider yourself a veteran, but you've been around the league long enough, though, to to know how the ropes are going and everything. But uh, you spent your first few seasons uh, in the, the Chicago area as part of the Red Stars and a part of that team that finished second in the league last year and uh, really, I think, kind of took some people by surprise last year as well, at least for those that maybe weren't following the Chicago soccer scene so much. But uh, now you find yourself in New York and a little bit of a different scenery for you. How did you feel when you found out that you would not be in Chicago for this upcoming season? Yeah, I found out um, last November. And if I'm being honest, I was the one who initiated the trade for personal reasons. Oh, okay. Um, I think it was, for me, it was a time for a fresh start, and I couldn't be more excited for this coming season with The Flash. Awesome. Well, of course, you know, we're talking with Adriana Leone here on Two Up Front Soccer. You've spent time in the NWSL, but we can't overlook what, what I'm assuming for you is one of the greatest honors you've had in your life, and that's playing for Canada in the World Cup in Canada on top of that. Mm. 
So I'm wondering if you can uh, speak about that experience a bit. Yeah, this past summer was it was an amazing experience. You know, I always think about the game against the Netherlands playing in Montreal and, you know, lining up for the starting 11 and hearing the FIFA anthem, walking out, you know, hear the crowds going nuts, and then our anthem comes on and the, re- the arena just lights up. You know, and nothing, there's nothing like singing your national anthem with the rest of your country and seeing the sea of red and white Canadian flags out in the crowd. It was just amazing, and it's just an experience I'll never forget. And something like that, too, being a part of the World Cup, and we've heard from other World Cup veterans, whether it be men or female, honestly, it's like you mentioned, though, it's that anytime you get a chance to play basically a home game, I mean, I know it was a World Cup tournament, but it was a home game for you guys, basically, in front of your home nation. I mean, that really is a feeling that you can never, you know, take back, and especially the whole fact when the entire stadium singing the national anthem alongside you as well. So it really seems like a special moment. And I know the the tournament didn't maybe go as well as you guys had hoped it would. Uh, obviously, an early exit, then I think a lot of you, they're experts and just followers of the sport as well. Um, I under, I know you under, I understand you guys ended up losing 2-1 to one in that knockout round game, but... Um, can you kind of maybe shed a little bit more light on what kind of either A, went wrong, or B, just wasn't working for you guys towards the end there? Yeah, the game against England, uh, you know, we made a lot of silly mistakes from the start of the game and all the way through to the end. And, uh, you know, the difference was we just couldn't find a way to score. And, you know, I don't know, I think I would have, there's tons of things I would have done differently, and I'm sure a lot of my teammates feel the same, but you win some, you lose some. That's the sport. Do you think because it was in your home nation, it was a, it hurt a little bit more, or just I mean, obviously losing any World Cup game, especially in a knockout round, hurts. But I think being in front of the home fans maybe played a little bit extra in that at all. Yeah, I mean, we definitely felt it, and um, I think because we were at home, you know, the fans felt it too, hmm. um, maybe more so than we did. So yeah, we definitely did. And yet, at, a, at the same time, you know, the positive that comes out of it for anybody who's a fan of women's soccer is how the international game has improved. You know, mm-hmm. it, ten years ago, England was not a team that was really a threat. No, not at all. And now you look at them; they're one of the top, very much in the top ten, arguably in the top five in the world. Um, and you're going to yeah. be you're going to be facing other, possibly other teams this summer. Do you any word on? You know, Canada's heading to the Olympics, which is awesome. Any word on your spot on that roster? Um, to be honest, I really have no idea what's going on with Canada at the moment. Um, I'm just focused on getting the job done here in Western New York and bringing home an NWSL championship. Hmm. So, you know, the rest is out of my control. And that's all you can do. Yeah, you're you're filling some uh, yeah. some fairly big boots there as well for uh, Western New York uh, folks. So here, at least in the United States, I remember a gal by the name of Abby Wambach played for the team uh, two seasons ago. And last season, obviously, she was off and then t- focused on the World Cup. And now you... Uh, step in is one of the more notable names on the roster. Um, even though, as you said, you're not, you don't consider yourself a veteran of the league, but in a sense, you still are because you're a fairly recognizable name across all spectrums, at least in the United States and Canada. So, are you going to try to take a little bit of an extra leadership role on the team this year, or are there other ladies that you think will step up and use their experience that are maybe a couple years older than you? Yeah, I mean, there's been some amazing players that have played for the Flash, like Alex Morgan, Christine Sinclair, Marta. Abby Wambach, like you said, and um, there are definitely some big shoes to fill, and I think, you know, going into this season, I'm going to be the best leader I can be, and I'm sure all the other girls feel the same, so we'll do our best. 
Adriana, before we uh, went on air, you and I had a quick conversation about how you were a two-sport athlete, and I know you got to get going here. Um, there was hockey, there was soccer. You played both. You were great at both. Why soccer? Uh, you know, I think at the time, you know, I made the decision when I was a senior in high school, and at the time, it was there was just more opportunity for women's soccer, and um, you know, I don't think I went wrong with my decision. Not at um, all. I'm happy where I'm at, but. Um, it's great also to see now that women's hockey is growing, and it's tremendously grown in the last couple of years. So that's amazing. Well, fantastic. Well, Adriana, it has been a pleasure to speak with you today. Sorry a little bit about the technical issues on our end to begin, but we are excited that we at least got a couple minutes of your time, and uh, we hope that maybe yeah, okay. we hope maybe mid-season or something or later on we can uh, have you back on for a little bit more in-depth and just kind of check in and see how things are going with you. Yeah, definitely. We'll have to have a catch-up. Fantastic. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Adriana Leone here on Two Up Front this afternoon. We are going to take a break and come back and uh, continue to chat about Major League Soccer. And uh, I think Simon and I have some predictions as well for this upcoming weekend. You're listening to Two Up Front presented by Sports Radio America. Don't go Whether you're having a not moving off the couch while you watch the game kind of day or a no time between conference calls kind of day, it can still be a delicious Dunkin' kind of day. And with Dunkin' now available on DoorDash, it's easier than ever to get your faves brought right to your door. So if you're looking for coffees, donuts, and breakfast sandwiches in the morning, craving some afternoon snack and bacon, or in need of Dunkin' refreshers for a PM pick-me-up, we've got you covered. Order now and get your faves brought to your door through Grubhub, Uber Eats, and DoorDash. Price and participation may vary. Exclusions apply. America runs on Dunkin'. Whether you're having a not moving off the couch while you watch the game kind of day or a no time between conference calls kind of day, it can still be a delicious Dunkin' kind of day. And with Dunkin' now available on DoorDash, it's easier than ever to get your faves brought right to your door. So if you're looking for coffees, donuts, and breakfast sandwiches in the morning, craving some afternoon snack and bacon, or in need of Dunkin' refreshers for a PM pick-me-up, we've got you covered. Order now and get your faves brought to your door through Grubhub, Uber Eats, and DoorDash. Price and participation may vary. Exclusions apply. America runs on Dunkin'.